Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey everyone, it's Caroline from G-Thanks Just Bought It, reminding you that in between episodes, you can find me on Instagram at G-Thanks Just Bought It Pod. You can find products that don't make it onto the episodes and recommendations from listeners like you. So before you start this episode, give it a follow and say hi in the comments. And for a full list of every product we featured on G-Thanks, visit gthanksjustboughtit.com slash episodes. See you there. Manny just like walked and looked around and then left, which is a good sign because he looked like he was deciding whether or not he should start terrorizing me. I know. They, they become terrorists. Good morning, everybody. I don't know when you're listening to this. Maybe you listen to this at night. Hello. Welcome to G Thanks Just Bought It. It's the podcast where we talk about what we just bought and what you might need to buy next. I'm your host, Caroline Moss. I'm joined by my co-host, Sally Tamarkin. Sally Tamarkin. And we were just talking about how our animals terrorize us during recording time and usually no other time because animals, especially cats, I feel like have the sixth sense of I need quiet and privacy. Yeah, they know. They know when to start messing with you. It's why I respect them so much. I know. It's like why I know that I actually, though I, though we may pay the rent on this home, uh, no human who lives here is in charge. Mm-mm, it's absolutely not. A, it's a cat's world and we're just living in it. Kevin mm-hmm. will often just come in and watch me. And if I am sitting still for three minutes, he's like, oh, great. Okay. And then he'll just like come sit on my lap, which is fine, but he's a big boy. And, um, you know, it doesn't give me a lot of space. And then he gets up and I'm like covered in Kevin fur. The number of things that we do not do in this house when there's a cat on us. It's like the if you have a cat on you, you have lap cat privilege and the other person has to like, you want food? The other person gets it. You need your laptop. You need a charger. You don't get up and get it. You keep oh, that yeah. cat comfy. Yes. Um, Dan knows this. Uh rule and often plays to his advantage. But Steve really uh, prefers being a lap cat and usually after the hours of 6 p.m. So <laughs> the nighttime is when I come alive with my uh, with my chores. Um, the witching hour. The witching hour, exactly. So, okay, I know we said last week, like, oh, this week, Caroline will watch Tar and Sally will watch Megan, but I didn't watch Tar and I don't think you watched Megan. I did not. I plan to. I want to. I'm working up to it. The thing is, is that we watch like a lot of stuff in this house, not to brag, but I spend a lot of my (laughs) life in front of the television. So it's just a matter of like uh, working it in there, but I'll watch it this week. 
Yeah. Like, look, like we all have calendars. We all have schedules. We all have alarms. We all have dreams and hopes. And Megan will one day make it into your schedule. And look, we have t- we have all the time in the world. Um, I don't think, unfortunately, unlike Tar, I don't think Megan is up for like best picture. Um, <laughs> but so it is in, in, in some in the hearts of so many. I can tell from Twitter that M. Thregan has like a lot has of already, devotees. Has already won best has picture won. for mm-hmm. many of us. Yeah, I, I'm I'm probably leading the charge on devotees. And I'm remembering like the last time I loved a movie um, like this. No, actually, that's not even true because I never loved uh, – actually, weirdly similar name. I loved The Meg. The Meg. I don't even know what that is. That is like the Megalodon shark movie <laughs> that came out like oh, five or six years ago. My God. That's a deep that, cut. That was hor- That was true horror in the sense that like – but it actually – you know, I'm going to have to do some comp lit, comp Meg, and mm-hmm. figure out what they have in common because I do remember laughing and I don't love straight up horror. So there must have been a reason I loved it. But it's just like – it's a it's a – you know, it's a – it's kind of like Jaws of our time, you know. Is it supposed in, to be campy? Because it sounds like it's supposed to be campy. The Meg or, or M3? The again? Meg. The Meg. Uh, yeah, I remember it being campy. There is okay. like an incredible scene visually where there are all these people are at a beach and they're all in their like little inner tubes um, just floating away and there's a, you know, shark underneath, which – for some reason, like, that's why I'm trying to remember. I have to watch it again because it's been so long. But, like, in the way I describe it, that doesn't seem fun, funny, interesting, <laughs> or exciting to watch. But I remember being like, wow, this is, A, visually stunning, and B, like, funny. All right. I'm going to have to rewatch the Meg. We're going to have to have a Meg, a Megathon. Yeah, um, yeah I'm, I'm really fascinated because I've never heard of it. And it sounds like something that... It sounds like Sharknado. You know what I mean? Something that's just sort of like part of the project is that it's like kind of silly, but maybe not. Totally. It, I don't think it's – oh, wow. Meg 2 is coming out. Just I Ooh. Meg 2, quick, the trench. A I quick Google. Yeah, exactly. The trench. Um, you know, so it's like Jason Statham, uh, Lee Bing Bang, Ruby Rose, Rain Wilson's in it. Uh, it's like – it's just like – okay, let me – okay. A group of scientists exploring the Marianas Trench encounter the largest marine predator that has ever existed, the Megalodon. Um, So, again, Jaws vibes. But Mm -hmm. I remember it being campy. I saw it in theaters, which I think is, like, a perfect way to see a movie like this. Um, You know, the experiential sort of audience moments. Uh, I remember the theater was packed. Mm-hmm. Which is a a real pre because this came out in 2018 a real pre pandemic, I th- think sort of moment. Um, mm-hmm. But you know it's sci fi, it's action. I really liked it. I love a big, a big animal. Sure, <laughs> so, a big dangerous and, animal. And I love sharks named Megan. And I loved robots named Megan. So uh, I so named this the is the micro. Megan. This is the micro genre that has your name on it. That's right. That is so right. The only thing that made me love it more is if they named the robot Caroline. So <laughs> I'll de- I'll deal with it. And now it's a Megan. It's a Megathon. Maybe um, Megan too will be Caroline, and the E at the end will be a three. I love that. Oh, Sally, should we pitch a- that? 
Yeah, I think we also need to manifest it. I'm going to go to like a Reiki healer soon and be like, help me make this real. Uh, nice. You know what I did see though, while um, I'm a I'm an a list an AMC a list movie member. Oh, oh which excuse me. I don't really drink. I'm not. I, I'm. I wouldn't. I don't call myself sober. I'm just a non-drinker. Mm-hmm. But every once in a while, I'll have like a really nice margarita. I'm sure. Just, I'm a kook like that. Um, mm-hmm. And after precisely half of one margarita, my friend Adam convinced me. To, do, to become an AMC A-list movie member because he has a flexible schedule during the day similar to me. He's a writer. And he's like, you can see up to three movies a week. And sometimes I just take myself to the movies at 11 a.m. And it's like totally empty. That's and it's amazing. really fun. And I was like, I want to do that. So I am an AMC movie member. And uh, I have now seen Megan three times. And I think it's been worth that money. It's $25 a month. And you can see... You can see up to nine movies a month. So that's even so if you good. So you, yeah, if you see two, it pays for itself. Now that's interesting. It's great. This and is- also the theater is never full. You know, it's like it's the the most crowded a theater has been since I did an AMC A-list membership was the third time I saw Megan and there was approximately two rows worth of people. Okay. And I was like, whoa, yeah. it's packed. Holy it's packed. shit. I love um, a, a first thing in the morning movie. I saw – when we saw oh. Nope, it, it was like 10.50 a.m. It was incredible. Yeah. Was anyone there? Like nope. <laughs> three people. Yeah, exactly. And I I like to do um, – uh, you know, I don't think that Nicole Kidman in the beginning of the AMC credits would agree with me, but – Sometimes I I will do a 10 a.m. movie and I will take the back corner seat and sometimes I do a little like work on my phone while I'm watching well, it because well, I'm not well. I'm not bothering anyone because no one's around anyone. me. No one can see me. My light is turned down. If anyone was in within even like a tiny bit of eye shot of me, I would never do that. You wouldn't do but it, it, sure. But this it, this in this particular instance, um. Over the holidays, they were doing all of the old Christmas movies for like $5 Christmas movies. And I went and saw a Christmas story at like 1030 in the morning because I was like, oh, cute. Um, My friend who was supposed to come with me tested positive for COVID. So obviously she didn't come. I know. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'm still going to go by myself. So I went and there was one other person. And they were sitting 10 rows ahead of me and like three, you know, sections over. That's incredible. It just, it's like you're a private movie theater. I love that. Literally. And I just kind of sat and answered some email and um, it was nice. It was really nice. I loved it. It In a world uh, where I am in my own movie, that would have been a meet cute, but I never talked to the other person who – was also watching a Christmas story at 10 o'clock in the morning on like a Wednesday. You got to think about how many times in our lives we've done things that should have turned into meat cutes but didn't. Literally every day. Every single day. Like, What's the best thing you've ever done that could have been a meat cute? Um, well, I don't have anything off the top of my head, but I'm thinking about a thing where you like two people are getting gas at the same time. 
and one yes. person like is like twenty dollars on six, and the person's like five dollars on four, and the cashier like mixes them up, <gasps> and then they have to like talk to be like, oh man, like you got my gas, and then they have like jokey banter about like the other person getting the first person's gas, and that- then <laughs> next thing I you love know, that. good, right? That's really good. It's a really really good meet cute, but I just that, I just feel like there's so many. One. There's so many things like that. Like, I don't know. You take someone's Starbucks order by mistake. That could have been. That could be your husband. You know, that could be your mom, or it could be Mister Right Now. Could, you know, <laughs> you know how I like or, to distinguish between Mister Right Now and Mister Right or Mrs. Right Now, Sally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> MX or, Right Now. Yeah, exactly. MX Right Now. Wait, I love that. And also, if you take away technology. Because when is the last time I went into a gas station and had to say 20 on seven? That's a great point. Never, like not in a decade. Not in a decade, not since I was in high school, like for sure. And take away that technology, take away our phones, take away the tap to pay credit card situation. And maybe that's why, maybe that's why like they, it's such a good meet cute is because they're both like the kind of people who don't want to use technology like that. And they then, have that in common. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, well, if you had used technology, you would not even met. Exactly. And then they go their separate ways and one of them wants to look up the other one online but doesn't know how because they don't use the internet. So that's where the best friend comes in. I just – I feel like this is kind of a whole thing. Sally, how have you not written this screenplay that I can guarantee we would all watch? And I, I could be the next one Harry Met Sally. I really think that this is so incredibly when Harry met Sally, plus also with a little bit of Nancy Myers the holiday mixed in because yeah. you know, she goes to oh, Hollywood right, right. and that yeah, little yeah. that little old man teaches her what a mute cute is and his version of it is they're at a department store and they want pajamas and the man just says, I just need bottoms and the woman says, I just need a top, but the pajamas <laughs> are sold in pairs, so they like split the baby. Um that's a good oh, one too. I, I think you should write this. Should it be called 20 on 6? What would it be yeah, called? Yeah, 20 <laughs> on 6. I love that. Yeah. Oh my I gosh. I can't wait and then- to go. I'm going to take you to the Oscars because when I get nominated, <laughs> yeah. uh, you're going to be my date because you're here thinking of this idea with me. So I really- it's only fair. Okay. Well, then when that happens, Andrea, I want you to be listen- <laughs> listening carefully. I- it's not my idea. <laughs> Sally, Sally promised it. Sorry. Um, I think I really think that's such a fun idea. And I really like the idea of like um, the best friends in both cases. If we're kind of also sort of doing a not a mirror, but an inspo of when Harry met Sally, like the Carrie Fisher character um, and the oh, my God, why am I forgetting his name? You know who he is. Bruno Kirby. Like Bruno Kirby character. Um, s- sort of like that scene where the two of them get together because they never clicked with the uh, with Harry or Sally and both of both Harry and Sally call them individually on either side of the nightstand when they finally had sex and they're trying to have this conversation without the other one knowing what conversation they're having when they hang up the phone Carrie Fisher says promise me I'll never have to be out there again that's right oh my god oh my god you'll never have to be out there again you'll never have to be out there so good but I wonder I think like there's also an element to your screenplay where it's like the best friends are always ribbing the best their best friend for being kind of like a luddite 
totally in, in that way and it's like and, well say like now yeah no you don't get it she also wanted she wanted 10 on 10 on four and, and then, i wanted 20 on six and maybe like they can't find each other online but they run into each other again because they have they both try to go to a coffee shop that only accepts credit cards and so they end up meeting they meet again at like an atm where they're getting yes. out cash yes Oh my gosh, I love that. This is really taking shape. And one of them is writing a personal check at the grocery store. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, absolutely. Really love- okay, this is going to happen. I really love this. All right, you heard it here first. You heard it here first. No one take this 20 idea. Twenty on six. New- and if you come out with five on nine, we we're going to know. We'll sue you. Um, Isn't it true that if you say it on a podcast, it's effectively trademarked? I think in yeah totally for sure patent pending patent pending um, okay cool verbal contract at least in New York which is a state neither of us are in <laughs> um, but but one like, of, I'm I'm New York adjacent so I think it counts well also like a verbal contract stays as legal if you have proof of it which now we do because this is recorded so again when you get nominated mm-hmm. um I will be your date. Andrea, I'm sorry. It wasn't my idea. Okay. This it is, wasn't Andrea my idea. knows that this is how the creative process works. You have to honor your creative yeah. partnerships. It's just, it's just that's showbiz, babe. You know, like that's, that's what showbiz. I say. How many times a day do I say that? That's <laughs> showbiz, babe. How many times? In, right. Every time. Every, every time single. Andrea starts to say anything, you actually always cut her off and say that's showbiz, babe. I'm like, can you bring me coffee? And she's like, I just brought you coffee. I'm like, that's showbiz, babe. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I have a cat on me. That is showbiz. <laughs> that is babe. showbiz, though. That's <laughs> that the really thing. is. Um, okay. Love this. Before we get into our theme of the day, I wanted to tell you that I put this in the Facebook group last night. But last night at around 6.30 p.m. Pacific time. I got it in my head that my new thing was going to be becoming a points, a points gal. Um, Oh, no, that's interesting. It is interesting. And, and of course the Facebook group does what the Facebook group does best, which is they gave me some incredible tips, uh, incredible places to start. And then there were a number of people that were like, if you are prone to uh, getting very anxious and obsessed with things, this is not a good hobby because this will truly drive you up a wall um, and nothing will become fun anymore because all you'll be doing is trying to maximize the points out of your credit card. Like have a yeah, have tough. a baseline of like, oh, like, you know, I should use this card for hotels and I should use this card for 20 on six and I should use this card for food and just kind of have that routine going and then do fun things with the points. Um, but I was wondering if you are at all a uh, hashtag points day. Not really. I, I do find it really stressful. Although I will say when I look at the points guys website or blog, yeah. whatever it is, I never feel more like this guy has it all figured out than when I look at that, what that dude is doing. Like right? that dude is like, yeah, he's, he's living life. He's like, he is one of the few people on earth for whom there is such a thing as a free lunch because he's gamed the system. Because he's using I, points. <laughs> So he's using coins for his lunch, that. and so it's free. Yeah, I mean, I um, we do have a card, the Sapphire card, which is like mm-hmm. I feel like it's kind of the starter. I want to think about points card. 
Um, and we've enjoyed it. And yep. we've like we've stayed in many a like very very nice hotel room that we otherwise like wouldn't pay for because we've used points. Yeah, but it does seem stressful to me to think about it beyond that. I am prone to the things that the, it sounds like Facebook, the Facebook group warned against. So I don't think it could be me, but I greatly admire it in others, and and I'm interested in in this journey for you. You know, I just so. I, I like hearing because I also I have three cards that I use constantly. One mm-hmm. is the Chase Sapphire Reserve, which I got. That's like the expensive annual fee one that had all of those perks when mm-hmm. it first came out. It was like 150,000 points. And um, that's the one that like you can do kind of any sort of travel on. And then I have a Marriott card loyalty to the I, I I actually am a new a person who's newly trying to be loyal to brands okay. uh in terms of travel. Usually it was like, oh, I'll just take the cheapest flight. I'll yeah, just yeah, stay yeah. at the cheapest hotel. But now I'm like, oh, I think because of the way I use credit, it's it makes more sense to me to get a card associated with like a hotel chain that I like and a flight mm, mm-hmm. an airline that I like and then just so I'm a JetBlue loyalist and I have the JetBlue card and I am nice. I think by default a Marriott loyalist so I have the Marriott card but I really like the idea of trying to figure out um how to maximize using those three cards you know I don't I think I kind of am like well obviously when I stay at a Marriott I use my Marriott card when I fly I use JetBlue um you know when I get gas I use the Chase Sapphire what I'm trying to figure out is that healthy medium between like, okay, you already have these three cards you really like. Here's how to navigate them. But the first thing, of course, I read was like, all right, you're going to want to open the Hilton Travel Aspire card. It has a $700 annual fee, but you get 9 million points upon oh signing God. up. You trade your firstborn and your liver <laughs> for, you know what I mean? It's like, I think that's, it's a slippery, slippery Yeah, yeah, slope. yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you, you go from like mildly interested to like, this is my life now pretty quickly. Yeah. And we because all have – oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say it seems like one of those things that where it it really pays off if you are like fully, fully in. But being fully yeah. in does seem like it's a bit of a lifestyle choice. I think it is a – from what I read on this thread last night in the G Things group, like I think it's a full lifestyle choice. That being said, I do only use credit. I don't use cash. I'm not a 20 on six or – and I'd love to hear from 20 on six or heads out there. You know, Andrea is a 20 on six head. Like she always has cash and she, wow. She like pays for things in cash. It's like, I, I just, okay, I don't, Tony I don't even Soprano. know. That, I, know. That, I know. I have questions. Who only uses cash and is not in the mob? She and doesn't only use cash, but okay. she uses it. She's a frequent a casher. Lot. She's a frequent cash user. I would love to find, if Andrea ended up being in the mob, that would be real a really funny development. That would be incredible. I mean, it comes with a lot of benefits, but I have seen a lot of mob <laughs> movies and it, it seems like it doesn't always end well. It yeah, never I mean, ends well. Is there a much mob like movie using where points? It, right. Um. <laughs> Wait, so my my question about the points thing is that can you do the like is there a a novice track where it's like I want to get into this, but I don't want it to become my life. What if what are the like the two or three things I should do if I just want to be like half in? Okay. So that's a great question. And I think I can definitely tell you one from 
the the group, um, which is if you have a label maker, literally label the credit cards that you have. How many credit cards do you have? Uh, I mean, I I have one that I really use. I think I have, I think I have like an Amtrak. I used to do a lot of train travel. So I think I have like an Amtrak card and then the Sapphire. Okay. So if you were to have more than one, so I think the first thing that you do is if you're open to it, you look up the best, having more credit cards and having more credit available is actually good for your credit score. I do know that. Um, to a, to a certain point. Exactly. Yeah. But you might say, you might want to just go look at, um, you know, what I think you want to, the first thing you want to do is kind of sit down and be like, and especially if you only have one card that you actually use, this is actually an easy task. Um, you just look and see what the perks are that are available to you. And then you go and find like a comparable card and there might be something else that offers something a little bit more. And maybe you open up like one more card, um, if you feel like you can handle it and, that card between the the chase card and the new card that you open should give you the most benefits on the money that you're already spending. So mm. it's like, oh, this has good like points multiplier for like gas and groceries or like, you know, and the chase one is a thing. And but I saw in the group someone actually take, took a label maker and in their wallet, every card is like gas, groceries. Oh, that's so smart. Yeah. So like, that's a smart thing. I mean, that's like the first step, but if you only have one card, you only have one card, but I would yeah. say for you, you might want to research opening a diff- another card. I can't be bothered is the thing. Okay. Like I, I feel like I don't have the, um, it's, a, that's the slippery slope for you. The interest or energy. Yeah. I get that. Then I think it's, you just want to make sure you're taking, you know, Chase has all of those monthly offers on their site that you literally, ha- they do not apply to your card automatically. You have to add them to your card, but it's like, so annoying. Yeah. it's like 20% off at like X or like a year's worth of DoorDash. Um, like if you like DoorDash costs like $90 a year or whatever to have like no delivery fees. Mm-hmm. And like, sometimes they'll be like, you get a year's worth. So it's like all of that stuff actually adds up. Yeah. 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 And totally. I didn't think that that was important to look at until I realized that like, for a year, I was losing a couple hundred bucks because Chase was offering like Hulu, Disney, ESPN bundle for free for one Ooh. year or for six months. And there I was paying for it. Um, gotcha. So it's stuff like that that you kind of want to stay on top of. And I feel like that's a good way to like dip your toe in. Because yeah, I think that's, the, the that's other doable. side of it are the people who are like, you know, uh, I have a friend. I'm not going to say her name. She's a friend of the pod. Um, and I'll tell you who it is after, but I have a friend who, who, yeah, who, uh, Misty. I have a friend who came up short on her, um, airline status at the, right at the end of 2022. And, had to in the last week of 2022 which is of course you know the ho- the 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 big the big show in terms mm-hmm. of the holiday end of the year had to take a cross country flight literally to nowhere like like exited the plane at the airport got right back on a plane and went home just to keep her status for 2023 oh my goodness gracious that is a thing that apparently and I sound like apparently kid. Apparently, um, all 
A lot of people do. So it's a not lot just misty. Of do it's not just misty because and then flights have gotten like really um, strict about it. They used to be like, oh, you can pay for the flight and just not take it, or you can pay using your card someone else's flight, and that will apply to your account. But now they're like, you actually have to physically be the ticket holder and get on that plane. Huh. Um, which feels like. Applied mathematics, I feel like in a lot of cases, the time, money, and effort it takes to fly across the country for no reason probably isn't worth the perks. Yeah. Well, I mean, but, what, is she, what does Misty get for not losing her status in 2023? It's like, you know, all the free upgrades. Um, I think it's like free drinks. I think it's like you board first. I mm, actually okay. I'm not sure. But it's all those it's all those all that things. stuff. And I think if you are and Misty is, and we all know Misty. We um all know Misty. she's she's a frequent flyer. She f- travels a lot. Okay, so it's um, like worth it for her to like keep the status. Yeah. But yeah, those yeah, yeah. are the things you have to think about. And here's the thing, Sally. I was not a good math student, but if mm-hmm. they had taught math in terms of applied uh mathematics like if if we had to become points phase and mm-hmm. like present a project that's like oh i would have loved a, an applied mathematics project where it was like you have these three you know fake credit cards and here's all the perks that they offer and here's their annual fees and here's the interest rates and you have to plan like a full free vacation on points but that also be- not but not get yourself into debt i might actually yeah. have enjoyed math no, that actually also would – you would learn math and some valuable life skills, which I have to say, if someone had taught me anything about finances when I was in school, that would have totally been really useful. Yeah, I know. Did you Did you have any bad uh, – did you have any real-life introductions to credit cards or did someone actually teach you how no. a credit card worked? I learned because – I don't know if they still do this on college campuses, but when I was in college <laughs> – yeah. These they like don't. predatory credit card companies would be like, hey, do you want this card? Do you want it's a like, shirt? it's just for students. And I was like, <laughs> okay, yeah, totally. And it would be like the rate was like 30% or something like that. And I remember like, I remember like where I was when I called my dad and I was just like, I like, I really messed up. Like, what should I do? And he was like, how do you not know this? And I was like, what am I psychic? Like, I don't know how credit, I'm 18. I don't know how credit cards work. Like, what are you talking about? So that was like a very, uh, I, I, I learned that the hard way that like, if you don't pay, they charge a huge amount of interest and then you're just like paying for nothing. So did you use the card and then you didn't know that yeah, you had to I used pay the it card. Okay. I used the card and I got like a huge bill because I didn't really understand how like interest works. And I didn't, I didn't, I just like didn't understand any of that. So I was like, oh, like it's like pay the minimum. And I was like, okay, I'll pay the minimum. But like little did I know that then like the rest of the balance, they 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 added you, 30% to the, it. Like 30%. And I'm just like, wait, but I didn't get anything from that. And it's like too bad. You know what I yep. mean? Like Yeah. Oh yeah. How about, My, how about you? Oh, did you have similar? Yeah, I was I graduated college. Same okay. First of all, they stopped the predatory credit card visits um after the crash in 08. So oh, nice. I okay. also was victim to the predatory because I got to college in 05. Um, so I got lots of – I opened like multiple cards. I got like multiple shirts because that was a great trade. 
right. and tote bags. Um, yeah, I had a real real life experience, which is that I graduated college with like $8,000 in credit card debt. Uh, after my parents so kindly paid for my entire education for the sole purpose of being like, now, once you graduate from college, you won't have any debt and you can start your life (laughs) and have absolutely like counterpoint. Yeah. And I was like, well, my trips to target say otherwise, but I really, yeah, it was like pay off the minimum. So every month I'd pay 40 bucks and every month I'd spend like $400, which if you do the math, it doesn't add up $7,000. Also, when you are um, 22 and have a job that pays you after taxes, $26,000 and you're living in Manhattan, which was a choice that I made. And I get that, but it was also because my parents lived close to Manhattan. And so I could commute from their house to the city and then eventually moved in. But I kept it a huge secret from my parents because I knew Somewhere along the line, I was like, this is not good. Um, but my credit score was amazing. And of course, banks loved me because they got tons of interest off of me. But it that t- and also when I became 22, I um and moved into the city, it was just so much easier to use my credit card for things. So that seven thousand dollars wasn't going down all the time. Like it like yeah, pay off 200, spend 500. Like the math doesn't really math on that. Um, and it took me eight or nine years to catch up and, Damn, and be able yeah. to eight years before I had, was able to, I was 29 when I paid off that balance. Um, it took me a really long time and I could never tell you what I bought, of course. Yeah, of course. But it's, I mean, now I use credit so differently. I actually gave myself a three year break where I didn't use credit at all. I only used cash and debit because I was like, I need a minute to like recover from this. Um, I remember like breaking down to my parents at some point in those eight years and being like, I have credit card debt. And my parents were like, what? <laughs> like, oh, what? God. and th- I, when they, when they reacted like that, I was like, well, there's no way I can tell them the real number. And so they, they were like, what, how much? And I was like, 20, $2,100. And they freaked. And I was like, oh my <gasps> God, I didn't tell oh, them. Oh my God. Like, yeah. 7000 Many times more than that. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. But I remember I went to my favorite professor in college, so panicked. This is before graduation. Um, and just being like, I have like four credit cards, and all together I owe like seven thousand dollars. And I was like crying. <laughs> I don't know why I ended up in his office talking about this. I think it just like all came out. Yeah. And he was like, all right, I'm going to help you. And I literally oh, was like, so wait, nice. is he going to pay off my card? But that would have been amazing. <laughs> that would have been a real, like, a real moment. What he did was he was like, this is what you do. You're going to go. Um, I went to a credit union instead of a bank. They're mm-hmm. a little less predatory. He's like, you're going to go to the credit union in town. 
and you are going to get a loan, like one loan with a lower interest than all of these cards. And you're going to immediately pay off the cards with this loan. Oh, that's so smart. And then you are going to set up a payment plan every month. You're going to pay off. And he like helped me do the math. And he was like a literature professor. So he wasn't even like a <laughs> this math dude guy. rules. He was the best. Nick McBride, shout out. This is for all the teachers who thought I'd never amount to nothing. Um, <laughs> which clearly one time he was like, it he one time he was like, I have to give you a B plus on this paper, even though you deserve a D, only because I'm impressed with how much effort you put in trying to make trying to convince me you read this book, which That's I know you didn't. <laughs> incredible. Yeah. What was the book? Uh, I think it might've been Siddhartha. I, I, in high school, I did not read of mice and men, but I did watch the movie and I wrote a reaction paper to it. And my teacher wrote next time, try reading the book. And I was like, touche, madam, touche. You're like, no, I totally did. I watched it with my eyes. Uh, Yeah, Um, exactly. So it took me eight years to pay off that loan, but he said, every time you make a little bit more money, you increase that payment on that loan. Mm. And now you only have one payment to worry about and the interest rate is lower. So I went from having like a, you know, 30% interest rate on these credit cards to having like a 16% on this loan. And it took me eight years to pay off and $7,000 probably became somewhere around nine or $10,000. And I learned my lesson, but in the last 10 years, no, just kidding. I'm only 35. I think in the last like five (laughs) years, um, six years, maybe even seven, I have now been like, I t- no, I took that credit card break while I was paying down this. Mm. So once Smart. the once the balance was at zero, I was like, okay, I know how to use credit now, which is that I only use credit and then every month I pay off the, the bill in full mm-hmm. and we don't get funny about it. Um, yeah, good. That's smart. Don't don't get cute. Of, don't get cute. All of that to say that was a real life credit lesson. Um that I wish I didn't have to learn, but it is really the only way that I learned. Uh, I don't know that anyone telling me anything would have changed. Would have changed, though. yeah. You know, sometimes you just got to step in the shit yourself. Totally. I <laughs> um, but now I'm like, I want to be a points day. You know, I just want to, I want to go, I want to be like, oh, I'm going to Europe for free. I just yeah, wanna, yeah, yeah. I just want to people who are like. Feels. I'm going to Singapore on, in first class for free. For $12. It's like, yeah. Yeah. It's like, I, I admire that. Like, you know, and the work that goes into it, it's going to pay off. Now I have a, um, a, a preferential question for you. Mm. Are you the kind of person that likes to spend money on the flights you don't want to take? So let's say, and we'll talk pre pandemic. Cause I know you haven't done a ton of flying. You have have you been on a plane since the pandemic? Mm-mm. Yeah, no. Okay. So pre-pandemic, forget the pandemic. Forget yeah. about it. Um done. Are you somebody who would rather pay cash for like a flight that you're not super inter- to a place you're not super interested in? Maybe you're visiting family, maybe you have to go home for like a funeral, like something kind of like unsexy and get mm-hmm. the points from that transaction and then take a fun, sexy trip technically like for free on points or are you happier paying Mm. for the sexy trip on, on with cash and that way you never have to feel like for all the unsexy travel you have to ever put down a dollar? Oh, that's such a good question. I think that 
I think that I would be bummed out to use my free, to use like points to make like an unsexy trip free. Cause like I, I get the, the mindset of being like, I don't really want to take this trip, but at least I didn't pay for it. But I think I prefer the mindset of like, um, this cool, sexy, fun trip is free. I'm with you. I'm totally with you. I would rather be like, I paid for this vacation and now I never have to pay for a flight I don't want to take again. No, but my, some wait. people are like, oh yeah, no, no right. That was that's what wait, you no. meant, right? No, 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 wait, no. I meant pay for the funeral. In my mind, oh. now it's funeral. Flight, f- pay for the flight to the funeral, and then the sexy vacation's free. Okay, I, I can't wait to go on a sexy vacation. I think I think after you win, honestly, after you win Best Picture for yeah. Money on Six, mm-hmm. they are going to send you. I'll probably, yeah, and it'll be free. I'll probably go In the to, swag bag. In the, yeah. Uh, first class like tickets a, to yeah, they'll have Paris or something. Yeah. Now, who are you taking? I mean, I know I went with you to the Academy Awards. Right. So like, am I, well, I guess I probably get my own swag bag as a I, You get your own swag bag. And so then we both get to decide who we take on our That's great. first class trip to Paris. Okay. Andre and Dan, you're like on notice. Yeah, so, so pack just, your bags. <laughs> pack your bags. I love that. Okay. I love that. And what year? Just so like I can put it in my calendar. So it's in 2023 terms of just, like, production now. Production run. Yeah, are we thinking like 2026? Do you need more time? Are you going to sort of fast track this and, well, you know, try to get I, in for award season next year? Like what's your plan? I feel like this thing is half written. You know what I mean? So I feel like I'll get the other half written in the first half of this year, 2023. Yeah. Start shopping it around. Uh, It gets made in the first half of 2024. And then, Mm. yeah, I think think it'll be up for awards in the 2024 season. Okay. Yeah. So we think that – so the beginning of 2025 is when the awards for all the movies that came out in 2024. Exactly. Are we thinking Christmas release 2024? No, that's interesting. I I'm I could be convinced. I feel like that's going to change the like genre sort of because I feel like the, you can't tenor, do yeah yeah because you can't really release a, a rom com around Christmas unless it's like Christmas themed, which I don't mm. see that for this particular movie. So I don't either. Okay, maybe I'm it's a fall release. A fall release. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking like coming. November. I like see that. You know, I can yeah, see that yeah. on the screen. 20 on 6. 20 on 6. Um uh Dreamcast, have you thought about this at all in the last 15 minutes? Not yet, but uh who we really do. So, we need a Carrie Fisher type as the best friend. That goes without saying. Anna Bruno Kirby type as the other best of course. friend. Who is like the Carrie Fisher of our time in terms Such of Such like, a good acting? question. You know, I'm who has like national treasure status? Right. But like is in our it's a, age it's demo. A really a, it's really a And do we even know yet? I mean, we did know about Carrie Fisher when she like we knew Carrie Fisher had national treasure status, I think, in when Harry met Sally and sh- and she was in her 30s. Totally, so, totally. Yeah, well, I mean, but she had been acting since she was so young, you know. Is it wasn't is she it like a teenager in Star Wars? Yeah, she was. Is it like oh, a yeah. Drew Barrymore who everyone loves? Is yeah, it... Drew Barrymore's that's like getting there, but that's like I a classic like... best friend type too. Actually, that's true. She could be a best friend. Carrie Fisher. The the problem is, is that like to me, she's so singular. It's really hard to think of someone who can like 
fill those shoes. No, but I think it also has to be someone who can like ignite the same amount of like, like who has anything bad to say about um, Carrie Fisher and who has anything bad to say about Drew Barrymore really? Especially yeah, that's after a good, her. that's a good point. There's other, there's other like, um, like a Jennifer Hudson type. Like you have someone who's already like sure. egotted, like sure. in this role, you know, and it's like, they're there. They're they don't have to carry the movie. Right, right, right. But like you already trust them, and so if they're like the Greek chorus, I don't know. We gotta cast it. I mean, considering the timing, like we're already. I know we're we're, we're gonna February, get behind so pretty quickly we if we don't cast it. Twenty on uh, six. I will think about the cast because. You have to get – we have to get a big name attached, I think. I think that's, like, really crucial. Mm-hmm. We do. We need, like, a big A-list producer. And that what won't be hard because like, they're always available. What about, like, Melanie Linsky? Huh. She is delightful. Huh. Not well, as famous as your Carrie Fishers, but no, but really, like, really delightful. Really delightful. Would she have her accent? No. She's an expert at doing – although her New Zealand accent is really charming. I could go New either Zealand. way on that. Me too. And she doesn't – and she doesn't really get to use it as much. So yeah, maybe let's let's keep her – let's keep her doing her New Zealand accent. I think let's, – let's do it. You know, I did not realize that she was married to Jason Ritter. Isn't that so cute? I love it her so, so much. It is so cute. She's great. Oh my god, and I love Jason Ritter. Okay, Melanie Linsky's in, and she's available because I just emailed she's her, and she just emailed me back, and she was like, "Oh I'm my god, in, that's, and I'm we're making so much progress." The timeline really was aggressive, are. but I feel like we're making a lot of progress. I gotta tell you, this episode took a turn. I think we should save. So we surprise, we got off track, but I'm really glad <laughs> that we talked about points, and I'm really glad that we talked about twenty on six. But like points. Is something that I want to hear about from everyone. Oh, speaking of hear about from everyone, mm-hmm. we uh, we can't do it today during this episode. But like, I love the thread about the Gonzo oh, game that so we good. played in Facebook. So funny, it's so good. There's so much amazing stuff in there. It's so yeah. Funny. We need to we need to do like a live like going through that thread and like selecting our winners. Totally. I think and our we honorable could do, mentions. Let's do that during – we'll do that during next week's episode, which is when we will actually talk about the thing we were going to talk about during this week's episode, but we didn't because we ended up talking about being a points guy, a points gal, a points they. So next week's episode will be about the cosification of a home. Mm-hmm. Um, the cosification of America. The, the cosification of America. And then I have as a bullet point, apparently the answer is lamps. So that's we have a true. lot to dive into. I feel into. that that's true. Yeah. <laughs> it is true. It is true. So we have a lot to dive into the next episode. For now, I would love to hear from people who have either – who feel that they have personally, like, whatever gaming the point system means to you, I want to hear about it. Um, I don't think that there's one way, one correct way to use points or to collect points. So I would love to hear everyone's strats. Um, and I would also love to hear from anyone who failed miserably at gaming the point system because I think that will make me feel better because I think probably I'm on that path more than anything else. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I also want to – I'm interested also in like the little – just like the day-to-day things like the coffee shop that gives you like the 10th thing for free if you get 10 cups yeah. or like the sandwich – like because I feel like that can 
start to also pay off. And it's not as ambitious as point. You're not you're not flying first class across the world, but you, maybe you're getting a free coffee out of it. I don't. I think the coffee shops I frequent don't have any type of loyalty thing, but like they should. Yeah, they really should. Um, I mean, that's how I feel about the Target card. It's five percent back mm-hmm. on every. And I shop at Target so much, so it's like, yeah. I mean, I could be using a different credit card, and and all of those things could be converting to points. But I'm actually quite pleased when I get, you know, five, ten, twelve bucks back on a receipt. But See, I guess what I want to other- know is, I want to know for sure. Because I'm sure there are people who are going to be like, oh, you should not be using a Target card. You should be using your Chase card because it'll give you two point two X points on shopping and that will equal X dollars on track. And it's like, that's what I need to see. And that's where the math of the early 2000s and late 90s has failed me. Yeah. I mean, that that's kind of the thing that would that I feel stressed out about in terms of like choices I would have to make, which is just that like. Well, is it better to use the Target store card or to use like the points credit card? Like it would be, I guess, like, I guess when you get really into it, you just figure it out and then you do it, or you just like ask someone in a forum and they're like, here's what you should do, and then you do it. But I, I think that I would be stressed out, like, like thinking about, you know, what the best move was. Because once you get into the right. business of like optimizing things, there's no, if you're like, I want to optimize things to save as much as much money as possible, then the logical conclusion of that is like making the most optimized choice every single yeah. time, which that's what everyone it stresses me against. out. It's like that's not fun. But if I right. could definitively definitively put down my four credit cards and someone could be like, okay, for shopping, like if I could get a label maker out and know, like, here the here's the card I use for gas, here's the card I use for this. Then I would feel good about it. Yeah, um, Sally, give me one second. I just have to let Lottie out and um, to her, the daycare. Give me one minute. <laughs> I don't know if listeners can hear, but I'm hearing lots of very happy, excited yowls from Lottie in the background. Lottie gets to go. I hope but listeners could hear that. I was wondering, I was just saying to the listeners that I could hear like excited yowls, I think. Uh-huh. Is that, was that Lottie? Oh yeah, that's, that's Lottie. That's amazing. Lottie goes on a pack hike um, two times a week, sometimes three. That's so uh, cute. A couple hours in the morning. I take her on like a nice long walk, but know thyself. I'm not going to walk this dog Mm-mm. four miles uphill multiple times a week. Mm-mm. And uh, that's for someone really, else. That's someone else's job. That's none of your business. <laughs> that's that's twenty on six. Twenty on four miles uphill with Lottie. Um, pass, just a hard pass. Hard pass for me. I love having a dog, but I think you. Can, I think with anything in life, for the better of whoever's benefiting, you can outsource things like that. And Lottie actually gets a lot out of going on her pack hikes. But I'm pretty convinced she thinks Ashley, the dog walker, is her real family, and she <laughs> comes to my house. Um, to play with me and the cats. Uh, You're the babysitter. In between, exactly. Because there's a lot of excitement that comes when, you know. That is so funny. Because she, like, gets to bond with dogs. It's like a whole thing. It's very cute. She sends pictures and Aww. I love it. And again, and so does like, Lottie. To all of the, to all of the uh, listeners out there who, like me, have fur animals in their house but not children. 
it's really it's a slippery slope of you know bougie food and paying someone to hike with your dog and we all know it and uh it's a judgment-free zone Um, for a long time before we had to get special food for miles yeah we were buying this canned food that was like so it looked like human food. Like it looked like you could just dump the can out and like put it on a salad. It was like not the <laughs> the cat food of our youth. And it was uh-huh. just like, this is the most expe- – like he's eating better than us for sure. But you know what? He's my son. Right. Isn't that so funny how like – I don't think I would have like judged anybody – Or maybe that's giving myself too much credit. But I would say that until we got the dog, I don't know that I understood. True love. The the bougie. Yeah, that. But also like bougie food. And now Lottie eats like truly it could go on top of rice with a little sauce. A hundred percent. Like a hundred percent. I – we had a neighbor over for dinner and she was looking around. She was like, is there anything that your cats like don't have? Cause we have like a lot of, they have like, there's a shelf and a cat tree and like toys. And we were like, no, yeah, no, there's no, not. I no, mean, there's nothing. They want for nothing. And they never will. And they never will. All right. I'm excited to hear about everyone's points journey next week. We will do what we came here to do, which is the cosification of America bullet point. Apparently the answer is lamps. And, uh, until then watch Megan, watch the Meg, watch tar, get ready to watch 20 on six, use your points. Don't go into debt. Let us know if you have any tips for us. And, uh, this is a great episode. I really look forward to hearing what people have to say. I do too. And also if anyone wants to like say who they would cast in 20 on six, like if you have some ideas as you're like listening, I'd love to hear that too. Oh yeah, please. And if and if you have connections to that showbiz or you know, if you also are an actor, I know we have some community theater uh bays out there. Um please get in touch. There there will be casting. You know, it takes a village, okay? Yeah. And we're going to and this we're going to make the best 20 on 6 this town has ever seen. Truly. Mm-hmm madly deeply i can't wait um dreamcast let's go sally as always thank you thank you right back what a pleasure and you can follow sally at oh i like that uh pod right oh i like yep. that pod oh i like that pod on um, instagram and what i like about oh i like that pod's instagram presence is i love checking in with my feelings about the days of the week every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and every time Thursday rolls along, I realize that like I needed, I need to also know people are not enjoying Thursday the, the same way that I'm uh, not enjoying Thursday. And I get that when I go to the, Oh, I like that pod Friday, junior Instagram, Friday, junior. And some people are like, yay, Friday, junior. And some people are like, damn, I need Friday, senior, please. Yeah. It's tough Friday because junior you're glad is my it's brother. Thursday, but you wish it was Friday. Ugh. A human feeling I know all too well. And you can follow <laughs> G Thinks at G Thinks Just Bought It Pod. Yeah. As always, see ya. And we'll talk to you next week. Remember, apparently the answer is lamps. Lamps. We'll see you next week. Have a great one. Have a great one. Have a great one. <laughs> you just listened to another episode of G Thinks Just Bought It. Edited and mixed by Veronica Gruba and produced and hosted by me, Caroline Moss. 
In between episodes, you can always head to the GThanks Instagram at GThanksJustBoughtItPod and the GThanks Facebook group to get and give life-changing recommendations of your own. Subscribe to our weekly sale and discount emails at gthanks.substack.com. It's free. And you can reach me at caroline at gthanksjustboughtit.com or leave me a message at 424-245-0736 with a product recommendation and you may be featured on an upcoming episode. GThanks is powered by subscribers like you. To keep all of our GThanks content free and accessible to all, consider making a monthly donation of $2 to keep us going at patreon.com slash GThanks and friends.